Welcome to the B'nai B'rith International Podcast. I'm CEO Dan Mary Ashen. Thank you for tuning in today. A little bit of housekeeping before we get started. Be sure to visit our website, b'naibrith.org, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. The easiest way to get the latest episode is to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play on your smartphone. I'm joined today by Dr. Erica Miller, a clinical psychologist whose life has taken her from Romania, where she and her family suffered during the Holocaust when she was a child, to Israel, where her family immigrated when she was 15 years old. In Israel, Dr. Miller eventually joined the Israeli Air Force. She then relocated to Los Angeles, where she lives now. In Los Angeles, Dr. Miller earned a Ph.D. in clinical psychology and raised two children. Dr. Miller has written three books, most recently chronologically gifted, Aging with Gusto, A Practical Guide for Healthy Living to Age 123. Today, Dr. Miller and I will be discussing this book and her tips for healthy aging. Aging is a topic that is close to our hearts here at B'nai B'rith because we are the largest national Jewish sponsor of affordable senior housing in the United States in the Jewish community. We also advocate for seniors on Capitol Hill, where we fight for legislation that protects the social safety net. You can find out more about that and the other work we do for seniors on our Center for Senior Services section of our website. Dr. Miller, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure. So we're going to talk about the book. What does old really mean? Uh, <laughs> Uh, it means different things to different people. Uh, things are changing drastically. Uh, what was old about uh, even 10 years ago is, is less old nowadays because we're the fastest growing um, population. They call us the, the growing tsunami. So uh, still society and traditions are very strong. So there are lots of negative connotation. It's like over the hill, you know, too old. And, and my point is, and so many other ones, is too old for what? So it is a debate going on, uh, but people like myself, and they're more like me, and I don't brag, I just share. I will, I'm 85, I cannot wrap my arms around me. Uh, but I'm useful, and uh, I just went up to Mount Everest, 17,000 feet with National Geographic. I, I jumped out of the plane, you know, with my granddaughter three months ago in New Zealand. I don't mean to say that people should do what I do, but again, we're speaking about having a vision that we live longer, the statistics are there, that more and more people live uh, to 100 and plus. And the statistics are there to be seen on Google, I just checked it last night again, we have about 80,000 centenarian people that are 100 uh, in United States and 450,000 worldwide. Just think about it. But not just living long, living well. And when you introduce our subject today is what will it take to live long and well. And the reason uh, the book I researched because I'm a Holocaust survivor, as you said before, and I'm absolutely grateful. I cannot believe that I'm alive and I'm doing so well. I'm healthy, living healthily. Is what does it take in order if I can do it, what other people can do, and not not be self-imposed? I am old now. 
too old for what? So uh, the negative, I said, but there's a lot of positive uh, that in, in the media coming up, that people are actively involved in their life journey uh, into and, and continue the process of evolving and growing till the end of life. Why do you think that some seniors have trouble finding a sense of purpose? Uh, because again, the society says you're old, 65, you're waiting to die. And change is very hard to come by. But the media and, and books like mine and, and other people, they, their community, they are encouraging, they're inspiring. Like if I say I'm an inspirational speaker, wherever I go, I, I, I say, hey, uh, too old for what? Get rid of the negative connotation of old. How about wisdom? Uh, what can you not do? Clearly. Uh, we might not run as fast, but people are still runners when they're when they're late into their their 90s. So uh, people need to uh, get the information, and that's what our our conversation is all about. If I can do it, you can do it. And what does it take in order to live a long and healthy life? And the reason 123. I know you didn't ask me, but uh, I was about saying, to ask. Uh, not, why yeah, 123? Why 123, not 120, as we as we often say. Yeah, it's so funny because my rabbi, he, I, he thinks that I'm I'm cat's meow, and he says, "My gosh, you're going to live till 120." So I say, Rabbi Vogel, 120 is boring, like in the Bible. I want to live till 123 at least because Jane Bonomi from France. She lived till 122 and 164 days. So if she lived that long and well to the end, I can beat her and I could be in the book of Guinness or whatever it's called. It's certainly a good age for all of us uh, to aspire to. Um, but how, how can someone change their mindset about having something to look forward to? Um, because I think this is your point, that, that um, you need a per- sense of purpose in life. Uh, but right. how does one change the mindset, particularly for seniors, for example, who don't have family living around them or near them? Uh, many live alone. Um, uh, what's what's the key to to finding that sense of purpose? Okay, and the, one of the examples that they, uh, that people what it takes to grow old and well is being part of a community. So when you say people isolated living by themselves and not connected, not know what to do with themselves. Those are hopefully, you know, not the majority. I was invited to Valley Bay Shalom in my community. They do a lot of programs for seniors. And one of the newest programs, they want me to be involved, to give their input, how to find purpose more. So by being part of a community and getting actually how to, what can we do, brainstorming, having, having uh, you know, lectures, encouraging because first you have to believe that you can do it that just because you're 65 or 75 or 85 that you're not ready to die next day although we could you know in a heartbeat so um i think by having information reading being involved engaged never mind eating well and exercising and all that kind of thing but being connected with or without family sometimes neighbors community i'm advocating to belong to to a temple to a church community centers and there the subject comes up very frequently because the word is out 
people do live longer and it's not about live living long it's not only but also living long and well and life choices we make at any time because just think about it then only 20 percent uh, is genes so genes matter so our traits and our outlook whatever it matters but 80 percent is life choices and it's never too late to start to be mindful, all right, if I want to live long and well, and who doesn't, what can I do about it? And it comes up time and again, the latest, the social aspect to be connected to higher than us, faith is wonderful if you have it, or spirituality, but actually being part of the community, the word is out. So people are getting new information. How can they, how can they find, what can they do? Um, for the rest of their life. They can evolve, they're not stagnant. How can they find something that will keep them alive? By doing for others, we get back. By, by, by volunteering, by engagement, by having a startup business. Now people in, in their 70s, once they retire from one job, they start something else. So my point is, it's more and more available information. They have oh, and, uh, TED Talks, uh, you know, the magazines, they are posing in Facebook, if you have it, that people uh, that are older uh, and they, they, don't, they can continue doing something to inspire them. Because if not, you might as well go in and, 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 and recline completely. So when you, when, you write about, when you write about a leap of faith, the leap of faith here is, is what? The leap of faith that, that it is possible to to find meaning and find purpose uh, in in one's life, um, if if you're in the right setting, or um, is it just at all about age. mindset? What what is the leap of faith? At any age, all right. Leap of faith to me is three G's. Uh, I kind of it's my new mantra to make it clear what it takes to live long and well in, in engaging in life proper. Uh, guts, grit, and gusto. Guts means courage, grit means perseverance, and gusto means gratitude and excitement about the life that we have. Uh, so it takes courage to to kind of you know to embrace you know life with all its imperfection, but being engaged and in, in being um, you know knowing that it takes some time to make context, to have vision. What is it that I would like to do? Uh, unless I'm not going to grow wings, but there's nothing, one is no, nothing too old to try to think. Now in this stage of my life, there are many chapters of life, and we are speaking about seniors, young seniors, middle seniors, old seniors, I'm an old senior. And I see time and again, when I do a lecture, when I speak, a lot of seniors by engaged in the community, that's essential. By being part of the community, you're inspired, you're not alone. You get tools how to live well, how to economically survive. So it, it's very important to think about, it takes courage to change, uh, but it takes also stuck, stick to it, it's not instant. And just be grateful, embrace life, is an amazing journey. And in, in, in it's up to us, life choices we make at any time. Earlier we start is better. The choices we make, we are our own keepers. Uh, we are the captain of our boat, as I say. We need to decide what is, do we still have time left in our daily what routine? What can I do in order to get excited? Something new, something, a little adventure, never mind jumping out of a plane. 
anything new keeps the our neurons fire so we it's not like you know old you know old means that you have to stop life so again community 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 and knowing that's not easy but if others can do it if i can do it and many more so can you that is my message don't accept no uh, but first you have to have some vision not something overwhelming you're starting a new career but engaging in the community so there you're part you're not alone and then you get you know you get connected and you get opportunities to live life with passion life with, with meaning that is my this is my message well you know it's uh, it's interesting because your message on um, sense of purpose really resonates uh, with Bene Brith uh, I know that at Bene Brith housing uh, we also tried to to build a sense of purpose, for instance, uh, with our residents' uh, associations. Um, but, you know, I think a sense of purpose is important uh, not only when you're a senior, I think it's important uh, at, at the younger stages of one's life as well. Uh, and um, a drift uh, can be a terrible thing. Uh, and so uh, your message here uh, is not only to seniors, I think it's to, to younger people as well when we talk about having a sense of purpose really at at any age. Now, you mentioned you mentioned health and this is extremely important because we're surrounded really with uh, publications and, and now on satellite and cable television, so many programs, um, health sections in our in our newspapers. Uh, there's a lot of information out there. Um, would you say that that uh, because of that um, that people are healthier at, say, 75 than 75-year-olds were a generation ago? And how important uh, is that, do you think, uh, being uh, not only sound of mind but sound of body? Um, what do you think about uh, the, the need uh, to keep health very high on one's agenda? Oh, it's a no-brainer, Dan, absolutely. A healthy mind and healthy body. And you were right when you said before, just to take you on second back it's, it's all ages when i lecture in front of students i mean earlier you start purpose and passion we matter we make a difference we are our brother's keeper and all that kind of thing so yeah um health is very important and you know what those of us that are in the western society they're lucky we are we are mindful we have we, most of us uh, are connected with the medical care preventive measure so uh, we go to checkups uh, you know so yeah people live longer uh, because the word is out there and it's really impacting people it's just hard to it's not overnight so health uh, it's, it's a must that's why uh, I, I did it without to know it's good for you. I've been going to the gym for 40 years. Uh, whenever I'm in town, aerobics and weights and this and that, and I'm pescatarian. So health, healthy mind and healthy body. If not, I mean, you cannot do one without the other. Uh, they, this seems to be, the word is out, you know, because uh, it's not the way you look, but obesity causes, you know, all kind of, you know, diseases. And death is not because you're old, it's the inflammation, inflammation of our arteries by, by overweight and not having activity and, and reclining. So people that are engaged, whatever they do, mind and body, are those that live longer. And guess what? People do longer because 
people are listening. Not everybody. That's why inspiration and information is so important. And neighbors, look what you're doing. Look what you're there, there for seniors. Yeah, housing, but also education uh, in, in, in a group, you know, what can you do in order to enjoy your, your life with, with, with gratitude and wisdom? Because, uh, you know, with the young people, they, they, I know I'm telling you, I have a whole big followers of me. They're all in their 40s and 50s. They want to grow old like me. How seductive is that? Because I'm not, don't tell me I cannot do it. So, yeah, all of the above. Uh, without information, you know, but no change occurs. Uh, and we have to know that the change occurring, but in slow motion, because it's still, oh, you're over the hill. What does it mean? Don't tell me I'm over the hill. Don't tell me I cannot do that. So to uh, the myth and self-imposed limitation. So lectures like mine, other people, information in the media really helps to change the mindset, alter the mindset, because all old people want to be young, young people want to be young forever, but the word young and old is just changing somewhat. And because it's longer, the span of life, as I mentioned before, is longer all over the world and not just centenarian. They're super centenarians, over 110. And again, not just living, but living long and well, the wellest that you can. There are 110 people all over the world that are uh, super centenarian. Well, 110 is 110. Uh, I want to be, you know, if somebody else can, so can I. So I'm motivated because I'm inspired and I inspire others. So I have zest. I live with gusto. And so, and it's possible. Positive psychology says you are what you think you are. And we're not in la la land. Yeah, we, we have some, you know, declining. We have some certain things. But remember, all with the new personal medicine that they're happening with a, a genome splitting in the cells and all that's happening. You know, people, diseases that were, that they couldn't, you know, control in the past, like syphilis and measles and this and that, they find things, even they're working very hard for Alzheimer and cancer. So we are in a process of evolving as a society and the attitude, the attitude means everything. I would, I would agree with you. Uh, as, far as, as far as health is concerned, uh, you know, generations ago, uh, really you had to go to your doctor and ask a question. Um, you weren't uh, given the opportunity as we are today uh, to, uh, to learn more about, about living healthy. And I think that is an important thing. And I think that Seniors, all of us, should take uh, advantage of that. It's uh, just a, a keystroke away on our computers or our cell phones or um, on our tablets and so forth. So it's, it's out there uh, for us to learn. But as important as that is, um, the uh, tremendous strides that are being made each day in the field of medicine and medicine and aging um, I think is, is really something that uh, is uh, not only interesting to read about, but it certainly applies to our lives. But, uh, Dr. Miller, I wanted to get to uh, a, a word you just said. You know, you, we mentioned youth and young people. Um, in a society that still seems to focus and favor youth, I mean, how many magazine covers do you see about amazing things that are being done by people who are 40 and under? So in a, in a society that, that seems to uh, focus, and I would say even venerate uh, youth, what can older adults bring to the table? What's special about 
being a senior uh, that um, contributes to a, a better life for all of us. Are you kidding me? Seniors, just with the word senior, uh, they bring experience, they bring wisdom, they bring, uh, you know, uh, gratitude, uh, you know, information. So seniors, like in other societies, they're revered. Uh, here, we're kind of lagging behind a little bit, but seniors have life experience. So that, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is, uh, you know, they, they opt for, for usefulness. You can be old like me and be useful. And it's a fact. Uh, society, I mean, young people, you hear more about them, but now it's a little a trend, and I'm grateful for that, that uh, seniors are not looked like when you're 65, 75, like it used to be, is the end of your life. So the facts speak otherwise. So that is a nice new, you know, in our in our times. And so the message for me again is you matter, you're important, everybody is. Live life with purpose and passion. If you don't know what to do, uh, you know, sit on it and figure out because being in the moment is really important. The past is gone. The future may never be. Really important to be in the moment. And uh, older people, now you see them integrating. I mean, I know three generations. Some people even speak about like abroad. When you come to a certain age that everybody lives together, you know, on the same compound, some have already for the grandparents or for the president a little a little house on their property. So people getting prepared because when they are called tsunami, we we live longer and we matter. We are relevant. It's just a matter that some will still, you know, some will still, you know, look down on somebody older. But I have faith based on on the older people that are example that you can live long and with passion and contribute to society which they do and even women especially women men like to look good too but look at jane fonda look at i mean she comes to mind or look at uh, you know people that are you know never mind the media that they, they like to look good they're in, engaged they're involved in life and that's what keeps you useful it's not about being young or old it's being engaged in society and contributing and being part of it well your message is uh, is always inspiring and uh, you've done that with this book and with this conversation uh, dr miller what speaking of sense of purpose what's the next book on your agenda why don't you pressure me a little bit? Everybody has the same thing, you know. Here, hey, three books. You must have you must have something in mind. Uh, it's secret. I'm not telling. <laughs> okay, but but when it comes out, we want to have you back. Uh, okay, wait a little, but you'll have to be patient. Okay, okay. a little bit longer. Okay, okay. We, we will. But um, in all seriousness, uh, really, your message and your book are extremely important. Uh, particularly in the Jewish community, where we have a very large proportion of seniors, uh, and um, it's it's it, it's really valuable uh, to have guides for living, uh, and yours uh, and your message and your book uh, certainly are inspirations in that regard. So we but thank then, you. I'm interrupting interrupt you one more second because you know the book. Again, I don't know, it's $12, $14, really worthwhile because all that we talked in a few minutes here, it's really how to, how to find purpose, how to live longer and well. It is all the information in this, in this book. 
so that it, it could help just getting a little bit oriented. So I encourage you not because, you know, it's me. I encourage you, you have everything that is happening in the world for living long and well in this book. So it's a little treasure. So I'm encouraging you to, to read me. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. Please visit our website, benebrit.org, like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on your smartphone through the podcast app for iPhone or through Google Play for Android. And lastly, tell a friend about us. For my guest, Dr. Erica Miller, I'm Dan Mariashin. We'll talk to you next time on the B'nai B'rith International Podcast. Thank you.